Super Italian over here. Give on it a shot. Alexand- Alexandra or Alex. You go by Alex. Alex is fine, yeah. Alex Ruggeri? Ah, shit. Alex. Less with the Italian. It's less not Italian. with the Italian. Okay. I, that was, that didn't even feel like all that Italian. <laughs> uh, Alex Ruggeri. Ruger, Ruger. Alex, why don't you just tell me your last name? It's Ruggeri. Ru- shit, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> Ruggeri. Like Jerry okay. Seinfeld. Ru- Jer- Jerry, the first That's name. That's actually how I'm going to remember it. Uh, yeah. Ruggeri. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you. From of course. Cleveland. Appreciate you coming. Sorry for the, uh, the bit of a delay here, but uh, I wanted to try to limit some of the uh, the, the, the background buzz that I was kind of hearing. So, um, Thank you for coming. From the east side? You're both coming from the east side? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, we live a street over from each other. <laughs> oh, okay. That's convenient so, <laughs> for everything that you guys are doing. So we carpooled. <laughs> okay. That's good. Nope. That works out. Good. Good for you guys. Um, I did come. Oh yeah, actually, I did want to apologize first because I, I, when I originally reached out to you, um, I it, my message was so dumb. Actually, no, the whole message was fine, but for some reason, autocorrect. Even though I've typed my name, God knows how many times, <laughs> it changed Joe to Shoe. And when I went back later, just to be like, oh, I, I wonder if they saw the message or they'll check whatever. Um, turns out, uh, I noticed that I said Shoe. And uh, then I, I think my message was, Jesus, I'm so sorry, Joe. And then I was like, I'm not going to hear from them. Uh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> but oh you did, gosh. so I appreciate you that. Know. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, you came as a recommendation from uh, Shape Cleveland, who I just had on recently, and they were great. Yes. Uh, I had a lot of fun with them. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. They, they really, really are great. They they were very upfront. They're just like, you know, you know who you need to talk. And that happens a lot now. Where someone will say, you know who you should talk to is this person. Oh, yeah. And they were like, you got to talk to Woman of Cleveland, which I'd known about you. And I think I was following you at the time, too. Or at least had already heard the name. But uh, it was something that as soon as they said that, I was like, yeah, I, I, I was very familiar with the name. So I was really glad to reach out. I'm very glad that you responded after yeah. the, the fumble of the, the, <laughs> the name. So thank you for coming Don't on the Shoes Podcast. Um I do want to ask, so like Woman Up Cleveland, so you started in early 2021. So what, what, what are the origins of this? Yeah, so around March of last year, um, we just kind of started talking about, you know, what if we put on this event? Um, obviously, it was coming out of COVID, so there wasn't a lot of events happening, and, you know, there was kind of a hole for that. And I've always personally been someone who, you know, being in Cleveland, I've always loved going to, like, the flea when it was around. and. Um, all kinds of different shopping, things like that and vendor based things. And then just, you know, connecting with the community and following everybody online and really just being involved with all the cool stuff that's always happening here. Um, so for me, it was a lot of like, oh, we could bring something here that I've never seen before. That is, you know, specifically for women, which obviously, you know, is something that we both care very deeply about and, you know, want to make a difference in. So we were like, here's our opportunity. This is, this is it. And it really kind of felt like a, this is it moment where we were like, oh, how could we not do this? Um, and it really was, we were honestly talking about it before we even got here, that it was something that 
happened on a fluke and we can't believe we actually did it. Like we can't believe we actually said yes to doing it because the way it presented itself was like, do you want to put on this event? Like, do you want to get in this with us? And you know, the three of us were kind of talking about that and then it happened and we were like putting our own money in and then ended up paying our, like we kind of really didn't know it was going to do anything. We didn't know anything was going to come of this. I don't think I thought anything was going to come of it. And surprisingly it did and it worked out really well. And I feel like honestly, we just got really, really lucky. Sure. And the timing was good, and, um, you know, we have the right mindset. I think we've always kind of had, like, we try to do it, quote-unquote, the right way, and we're trying to, you know, make the least amount of mistakes we can <laughs> and all that good stuff. That's all any of us are trying um, to do. <laughs> yeah, and just learn from it the most that we can, and um, so far we've done that. But we basically just got together and decided, you know, we're going to put on this event. It'll be something that's mostly, you know, for fun and just to bring women together for, honestly, just a break from reality because it's all really heavy and it's all really exhausting most of the time. So we thought it'd be cool to bring everyone together and just have this kind of like fun filled day where you could meet small business owners in the area and shop from them and support them financially and all of that and like give back to the community in that way. And then also just like bring your mom and her friend and you know, your girls from school and all that good stuff and like come and have a day and just have a good time and, you know, take photos and hang out and spend time with the people you care about and like celebrate being a woman because it's fun and you know go about your day and then we decided as we were kind of planning it like oh this could be annual this could be you know there could be different events that focus on like niche categories um or like struggles that women face and things like that we could give back to the community in these ways and um so it's all just kind of taken off from there and as of this week we're officially a nonprofit, which is very exciting um, and so we're kind of headed in that direction too, because we've always kind of operated as such, but you know, it's easier to kind of operate as a business because you don't have to file all the paperwork to become a nonprofit. So in the oh, beginning, yeah. yeah, no, that's a process. Yeah. yeah when th- we were a, on that, on yeah. that deadline, we were like, um, cause we did it in March and then we decided the event was going to be in July. <laughs> so we had a very short window to get everything together. Yeah. So it was much it's easier. listening's like, oh, two months. That's, that's not a long time. Yeah. It's really, really not, especially to do no. to do any type of event where you're trying to coordinate with, you know, multiple businesses, multiple people, you know, getting the word out, securing venues, things like that. It's not easy. It, it's, no. I mean, two months to do anything. Like, I, have to, I have to schedule out two months to go to dinner with people Yeah. just because I just don't have time. It was basically, <laughs> I mean, it's honestly like planning a wedding. Like, it really feels like we're planning a wedding every single year. And yeah. it's like you know you have to get vendors and you have to coordinate that and then you have to coordinate people coming and making sure they like buy their ticket and show up and you know there's people to check them in and make sure they're there and it's just a lot so two months is not a long time um to get you know most of that together and then a couple months it took to just i don't know get vendors together yeah what alex is referring to here for the listeners is if she hasn't already said it it's our summer social that was our um our guinea pig event how Mm -hmm. we started we I'll give you my side of the story of how we started. It's yep. very similar to Alex's. And we started kind of the seed of this woman up Cleveland is I have an incredible um, female power woman of a mentor. And she is a woman in technology like myself. And her and I really connected over the past two slash three years. And I made her canvas as a thank you during the holidays. And it had the four words, empowered women, empower women. 
I gave it to her. I posted this canvas on social media and we decided to become an organization after we really felt that there was a need to empower women in the Cleveland community because we know that it has power. So we came together. We thought, okay, we're going to have this one-time event. And what's that going to look like? There's going to be 25 Cleveland-based business vendors that are women-owned. There's going to be inspiring activities and experiences, a DJ slash MC, a tarot card reader, raffle baskets, et cetera. And that was what this annual summer social came to be in summer of 2021. And now we're expanding in yeah, we got to buckle it's up. It's escalating. It's basically <laughs> very it's fast. Getting out Always of control a good sign. Fast. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. You know, you have to yeah. say escalating. Like, yeah, it's working. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> but it just feels like it's escalating because it's it's overwhelming. How much of this came from the nightmare of twenty twenty? Like, like, I know a lot of people that that really kind of started different things, or or maybe not even necessarily like started different things, but started kind of thinking yeah. differently. Or thinking outside the box or thinking outside of something else that they were already doing. Yeah. A lot of people started reassessing whether it was professional, personal. They really started looking at those, like kind of like the way it was versus the way they maybe they thought it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, was that a factor in this or was this just something else that's just been kind of coming up for a long time and finally you just pulled the trigger? Yeah. I mean, this that was the first time we talked about it. I mean, literally, like, it was, I got a phone call and Chloe was like, do you want to do this? And I was like yeah heck yeah of course and then we like started meeting and we just did it and it was like really spur of the moment like this is not something that we've been festering on for a while and like fully decided to jump for it after like the joke that was 2020 but it wasn't like i mean i think that was a motivator yeah like i was very much like okay everything sucks right now let's make it better in any way we can and this could make it better like it felt very much like oh i haven't left the house in a year maybe we could Put an event where people can leave their house and go out with their friends. Like, oh my God, what is that like even anymore? So, I mean, we planned that event too with the idea that everyone there would have a mask on and we would have to keep everyone six feet apart. Like, we literally were planning it in the beginning to be a COVID safe event because we didn't know what it was going to look like in July. And then that July was actually a calm point um, before it picked up again in like the winter and the fall. Yeah. And that's for we, we didn't have any restrictions. Before we did. I think we've all accepted now. Now it's just going to be the, the yeah, waves a now. wave of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's probably going to be okay in the summer, and it's going to be mm-hmm. you know worse in the winter. I mean, we're seeing it now. Like, I, I know three people in the last month that got COVID. Yeah. You know, fortunately, none of them were bad, but still, mm-hmm. it's, it's I think, just kind course. of part of yeah. – uh, this is just going to be part of us now, I think, at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, planning something like that and planning something like that with – and the restrictions kept changing. And not like in a, in a bad way, just kept, we didn't yeah. know. We had I to mean, adapt with what was going on at the time. So you don't yeah. know if you're going to have to have masks. You don't know if you're going to have to have social distance. You don't know if you're yeah. not going to have those at all. Yeah, we planned it in two sessions for that reason. Because we were like, we want to see more people in and out of the space. But we do, can't have them all at once because of the, like, um, what do you call it? Capacity, capacity. was so low. Oh, okay, and sure because of um you know the restrictions on just like weddings and stuff at that time like all events had that restriction from the state that there could only be like you know whatever percentage of the capacity that usually is allowed in the space yeah so we were operating on like half capacity i think so we doubled the event because we were like oh two sessions then we'll see just as many people but separately so it's safer and everything and then literally i think that restriction was lifted like a month before the event maybe and all of the restrictions were gone like a month before that's when everything like finally like the sky lifted and we were like, it was literally the week or month or the month before. And we were like, I can't believe it, but okay. Mm-hmm. Like, sounds good. Nobody say anything. <laughs> like just 
We're walking on eggshells. Hopefully this stays this way. That is kind of the thought, though. That is the feeling of, like, when, when like, the some of those did get lifted. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you just... It, it, freedom's not the right word. Yeah. Because I think it gives a, a negative connotation yeah, yeah, as yeah. if we were, you know, unjustfully in prison, which wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It was a safety. But it did feel like a bit of freedom where I was... I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to – I remember – I think I remember the first place I went to after the first restriction was lifted. I was just so excited. I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere. I didn't care where because I'd been inside. And it had mm-hmm. been – for me, I don't know how yours was. Mine was dark. Mine was a very dark 2020. The first half of it was not fun. Yeah. It was terrible. It was a lot of sitting inside. It was a lot of Uber Eats. It was a lot of <laughs> movies. It was a lot of just – I mean, what else to do? Let's yeah. have some drinks. You know, it was a lot of that because there was nothing else to do. And it was the worst time, too, because it was Ohio April, which looks like, you know, the part of like the North Pole when it's like dark six, for six months a year. Yeah. Like there's just there's nothing. There's no sun. There's nothing. No one's walking their dogs. It's the worst. Yeah. I think the hard part for us is we were still in school. We were both still in college. And Shannon had another year after that. So she's a junior. And I was coming up on my last year. Right. Yeah. That would have been the beginning of my last year. And I was like, um, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like I haven't been to school in months and I miss everything about it. And like my last year of college is gone. Like I didn't experience any of it basically. So that was your last year of college. Yeah. I mean, the year that we were like really, really locked down was I think the end of my junior year. And then, and that was when like they shut every, like we were, nobody left the house. And then we had, as we were planning this and coming out of that, we were going into, like, senior year and then towards the end of it. So I spent about the last couple months of my uh, college experience planning the event and working on that kind of stuff. But, yeah, we we were we were in the deep COVID yeah. stuff. I mean, <laughs> I went – I'm sure, Al, you went <clears> – <throat> excuse me, you weren't virtual. I was virtual. Yeah. I'm, I studied computer science, so, you know, that's probably one of the first programs people think that's going to go virtual. But all of WVU, <laughs> like – went online and then as a computer science student they just kept that going when students for like for example biology they went in person we stayed at home I stayed in my apartment and at that time you know it's just the apartment walking around the complex what else do I do yeah and then I think when we decided to do something or when um Claude talked to me about this that was an excitement for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I need something to do. I want something to do that's going to not only better like my mental state right now because COVID was tough and that isolation of not seeing friends at class, but then also to better our community back home um, was exciting. So I jumped on that bag- bandwagon and then Al jumped on and, you know, it gave me a purpose. Like, of course, during that time, my main job was going to school, but I was looking for something else. I was reaching out trying to find something and then you know woman up cleveland came my way so very That's lucky really for that cute. yeah sure and and you've referenced uh chloe a couple of times yeah. so th- there are three of you but there's only two of you so here. chloe um is one of our founders um she was kind of the one who kind of like rallied us together um chloe's like an angel she's the nicest person i think on the planet um and I think she, it says that on your website. Yeah, too. I think we actually put yeah that her like role <laughs> she, is like angel person. I or really something. like these. Her yeah her well, her role is heart of gold. Real life angel, heart of yep. gold. Yeah, yeah she's that, a real. That, none of that is a lie. Like that's not just a nice thing we're saying about her. She is an actually the nicest person I've ever met. So she's kind of the one that rallied us and was like, hey, this is like this could be an event. Like Shannon was very much the one who initiated this like 
girl power, woman up, like, had this just, like, let's change the world kind of vibe. And then Chloe was like, but what if we did it at an event? That would be so fun. And we were like, oh, wait, yeah, it would. And then she kind of brought it all together. Um, And she just recently is just stepping away from everything because um, she's in grad school. She's going to be a speech language pathologist. Okay. And it's amazing because, of course, an angel. So she's going to, you know, help kids. Yeah, Yeah. she's (laughs) going to help kids and she's going to, you know, help people with speech. And uh, it's fantastic. She's amazing. So she is um, stepping back currently from all of this because grad school is like crazy as expected. Well, and I'm glad that we brought that up and her having a heart of gold because I do want to – I. Purposely snapped a, a, a snapshot of this because I do want to talk about this because this is a, this is great because I first I expected to go here and it was going to be like you know you know Shannon CEO or something like that but I mean technically your titles are here but I do want to because we just discussed Chloe having the real life angel heart of gold um, Alex let's talk about yours because you're a Cleveland expert and a mom friend yeah I mean I <laughs> Cleveland expert is self proclaimed so that's embarrassing so don't actually quiz me on anything because. That would hurt if I didn't know it, but um, <laughs> I got to ask you something. I, <laughs> That's such a bold statement. <laughs> I know. I'd like to consider myself a Cleveland expert. Okay, That's okay. where. Well, where did Cleveland expert come from? Right you just like the city? Yeah, or? I've just always. I mean, I kind of mentioned it. I've always been just like so invested in everything happening here. I think okay. it's the coolest place. I'm never gonna leave. I just think it. There's just so much here, and it's like I think a lot of it goes unnoticed, and a lot of it goes unrecognized, and I love recognizing it and i love just saying like look at this cool shit we are doing such cool stuff all around and like everyone is doing it i mean you have a podcast in your house like that's so cool you have all these guests and all these people who do cool things in cleveland like i will i completely agree with you on all of that uh except the cleveland expert because i'm gonna quiz you on that that's fine but (laughs) but yeah that's uh I, i people have asked me like before like are you worried you're gonna run out of people i'm like no i'm not there's no way I'm going to run out of people to talk to. There's too many. Most people I don't even know about. And, I, again, I get referrals. Yeah. And then people tell me, these people are doing this. I've had guests I'd leave and then message me three days later, like, seven people that I've never heard of that are doing some of the coolest oh, stuff yeah. you've ever heard of. And no one's really talking about it. So, no, I, I'm not worried about that and completely agree with you. There's a yeah. lot of very cool people, artists, musicians, comics, fighters, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, restaurant owners doing a lot of really, really cool stuff. Absolutely. And you guys included, which is why you're here. Oh, thank you. Sure. Mom friend? Yeah, I'm I, I'm the mom friend. I just, I take down the mom role and I baby everybody. <laughs> oh, I thought you were the one that all the moms talk to. Like, when, no, when they're no. Like, oh, well, I mean, that's kind of it. I'm basically like. sort something out. All right, I'm you're going to take this like out. These are some I'm basically like a 90-year-old woman. And yeah. Like, if okay. I have a question, I go to Al and I'm like, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> please ask me. Yeah, I'm basically just like an old woman in like a slightly younger body. Like yeah. it's not. But I that just... also shows her intelligence. She knows everything. That's like, like I have a question, I go to flattering. you. If I, mean, I need advice, nice. that's what a mom friend means. Yeah, it's very, well, and like, you know, Comforting. when everybody else is drunk, like I have the water bottles in the trunk and like I've got it. Makes, yes. Handled. Like everybody's, it's all planned out. I'm very type A. Like it's all. You're lucky to have that in your group Handled. i did not have that in my group we were all the same person yeah see and none then of you us all... were the mom yeah, none yeah, of yeah, us no. were the... you gotta have a mom friend somebody's gotta make sure that you're like hydrated and, no like... none of us did that <laughs> everyone made it worse that was every yeah, group yeah. was the person that made it worse yeah and you are the that. forever confident yeah queen absolutely by all means <laughs> yeah um i mean i could talk a lot about this just how being a woman is hard 
and at times it sucks. And I've experienced this a lot, um, just being a woman in STEM and not being heard and not being seen and not feeling like I am wanted in the room. Um, I mean, one experience that will stick with me for a while is this was my senior year. It, it gets me worked up. Um, this was my senior year this past year, and I was in my computer science class. So I, I'm not only um, – I didn't only study computer science, but I also studied Spanish. So yo español. I speak Spanish too. Um, and I like to be confident Isn't that, that fun when you, when you just drop Spanish? Um, it is. And I love Anyway, <laughs> I'll do it more. <laughs> and in my computer science, it was a senior seminar. Um, it was, every group was presenting like kind of their midterm presentations. What have y'all been working on, et cetera. So we were going, I was in a group um, with all males. Of course, it's a very male dominated field. And that's intimidating one for me. And second is we were all kind of saying what we're doing. And some people's were more like fluff, like as in user design. And if you don't know what that means, it's like UI, user interface. What does the GUI look like? What does your phone application show? Does it look nice? Do you want to use our application? We were developing an application. And I was saying how that's kind of what I've been working on. And I'm kind of like the leader with the communication and leading with this design. And that is a big part of any corporation when they develop apps because if it doesn't look pleasing your people aren't going to buy it you're not going to make shit you know it's we talked a little bit i completely agree too obviously the app has to work but if an app does like if it doesn't look good if it's not like aesthetically pleasing right it's something you notice if it's not it's something you don't notice if it is right it's just something that we take for granted that but it has to look yeah sure, and it has to function good like for example it has to be easy all of my friends I know, like, we probably use TikTok while we're laying in bed to decompress. Well, if it was an easy swipe up from down to up, yeah. people would not use it. It would not make money. Sponsors would not be on it. Ads, et cetera, whatever. Agreed. But anyway, my professor, who was a male, um, he basically, like, pointed me out and said, like, what's your major again? As in, like, basically tell me why you and deserve why to be here. here. Yeah. And that really made me upset. Um, so... I don't even know how I started getting on this tangent, but confidence. I'm here. Confidence. I always want to be confident. I want to be that badass. Excuse my French, but I know there's a lot of power in being a woman. Not even the worst thing. That today, but, but thank you for the apology. Sure, sure. I just, I'm here to make a movement and I'm here not just for putting this on my resume because I don't care. This is for the bigger, this is for the young Sophia that's looking up to me right now and wants to do the same thing. This is for the student in Ohio State who is a freshman and wants to pursue engineering or pursue biology and it's STEM and that's hard, but she sees someone who's done it. This is for the Hispanic young women. This is for anyone from different, you know, LGBTQ. If you identify as a woman, we are a safe space. And and that's why Woman Up Cleveland is so important to me and I want to be confident behind what this means to me. So in short, I will always be confident, and I don't know. I do not know anyone anything. So don't ask people. No, no, no. It, it, you know, it's funny because it's kind of a good. Well, you kind of answered my question that I kind of talked a little bit about. I think before we even started recording was "Woman Up Cleveland" is obviously something that's personal. Yeah, it's personal yeah. for all three of you. Uh, I know. I know why it's personal yeah. for you now. Uh, why is it for you? Mom friend. Um, that's a good question. Well, also, to be fair, I did write those on the website. I'm the one that wrote them. I took input from the other two, but I definitely, like, I called Shannon confident. Like, I 
made her say that about herself. Well, so, Chloe wants to seem like you're worried yourself because you two didn't even have to discuss it. You're oh, like, yeah, oh no. yeah, hard to go. Yeah, but Chloe would never have said that about, like, she would have been like, oh, I, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go into some sort of therapy. So like something like that. Like she would never have said like, I'm an angel But it's person, what we see I, about yeah, her. It's what like, I, I see very about much well, just that's why that. she's the angel because she doesn't even view herself as that yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. So if she was like, I, yeah, I, I did got a heart of gold, that's, you know. I did write those based on how well okay. I just know that Shannon is that level of confident. Well, <laughs> I, I completely, and I, I appreciate your your take on that. I'm curious about the, yeah. the personal side, mm-hmm. you know, of Woman Up For You. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard because it's a lot of things. Like, it's hard for me to kind of, I don't know, acknowledge one. I don't really have a story like Shannon's where it's like I've necessarily been in, like, a very specific scenario that I can recall in which I felt just, like, so much smaller than everyone else in the room kind of thing. But I think it's just a daily, a daily occurrence. And I think that's what does it for me is like in little ways, every single day, there are things that we do that people say to us or say to about women around us to our faces that like, just doesn't make any sense. Like there's just so much happening every single day that doesn't even necessarily happen to me. And maybe that's part of the mom friend talking is that like, I want to help other people more than I care about myself. (laughs) And it's very much like, I want to do this to make other people's experience easier and that's not a bad trait to have if i can you know in any way help somebody like get into the room they belong in faster because there's so much to offer and i think people are shut out of that a lot because of you know maybe the way they look or just who they are and if there's anything i can do to help with that that's where i want to be and i think too it's just a matter of like i I've been offered a lot of opportunities to get to be where I'm at and do what I'm doing. And even like, I mean, we were talking before this about um, Delaney and Pat from Shape. I mean, the two of them are 90% of the reason that like I am where I'm at. And there's like, I mean, I can list pretty much all the people in my life are 90% of the reason that I'm at where I'm at. Like there's, there's opportunities that I've seen and everything I've gotten to do fully impossible without the people around me. So I think it's a matter of like for people who don't have that amazing support system that they can call on, like I want to provide it for them. And whether that's, you know, a girl leaving high school who's just like, I don't have a dream job because I said that I still say that I have no idea what I want to do. So yeah, so it's a matter (laughs) of like for that girl, I want to tell her like, hey, me neither. But if you have an interest, let me help you find somebody who can, you know, help you test that out and see if that's something you'd enjoy doing. And I like connecting people in that way and saying like, oh, you're interested in this. Oh, I know this person who does this full time or loves this, is just really interested in it. How can I connect you? How can I help you out kind of thing? Yeah, the city's good at that. I, I think Cleveland's yes. very, very, very good probably why I that. love it so much. I, I really do. <laughs> I, I think that they're very good at that. I mean, I, I have been in the room and been in this room where mm-hmm. we're two separate people, a guest and another guest or a guest and a guest host have have connected afterwards and said, I know a place that you can do that or something like yeah. that. So I, I, I know what you're saying about that. Cause I do think that's a big thing. Um, the thing in terms of, uh, uh, whether it be women in tech or women in insert field here, that's something that's come up a lot. I think in the last probably five or six years, it's coming up a lot more in terms of, you know, dominated fields or non-dominated fields or, or fields that women don't go into or fields that men don't go into. Is that 
I, I obviously have not been in college recently. What is kind of like that aspect coming out of college or like when you're selecting that? Like I hear things and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's a lot of it's opinion and it's experience. So if it's an opinion and an experience, it can't necessarily be a fact, but it's a fact for that person. Yeah. So what, what are, are there discouragements? Like, like you talk about like going into like, in like the tech field. Yeah. Do, have you experienced that or is there like a, a general discouragement for women or that that just like maybe a lot of people don't know about yeah absolutely i mean i we can even talk about of course i'm not a male and i don't know if i identify as a male but like the nursing field you know when i think of a nurse i generally think of a woman and why is that it's because in media it's because in social everything you know we movies, see TV. movies exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. we see a woman we see a woman doctor helping a excuse me a mother through labor we don't see a male doctor a lot of the times and why is that it's just because over the years generations we've come to find this as a norm and that's not okay. And, you know, another thing is that, you know, it is intimidating, of course, going into these fields and we hear this like persona of like what the normal pe- person is in this field, et cetera. But then also like with respect to females, I, I hate sometimes how we don't help each other. And what I, what I mean by that. So I was talking about this with my amazing mentor who I made that canvas for. Her name's LaVon Moon and she um, works at a company that is very much in technology and she is such a powerful woman in STEM and I was talking to her and she was saying how women get jealous of each other. Why do we as females get jealous of each other? I don't know how males feel. They may feel the same. But about women being jealous of each other or men being jealous <laughs> of women men. Men men and men and women and women. Yeah, totally. Okay. So and I can exper- tell you what I think about women being jealous of women is because, you know, we just envy the success of others. And what, let me restart. We envy the success of others when we are not the norm in a field. For example, if I see like a woman kicking ass in STEM and coding away and being client facing, I want to be like her. Do I have the confidence to reach out to her? I personally do, but others don't. And that's where it becomes toxic is because we are very intimidated just as women in fields that are not typically filled with people that look like us to reach out or to be like, hey, I want to do this, etc. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, as somebody in the creative field, I don't see this nearly as much because predominantly I've also chosen to surround myself with mostly women because I like it that way. Um, but I definitely, I think that there's a matter of, you know, there's, when there are limited spots for women, we feel like we have to fight for them. And it's like, I need to be better than her so that that spot is mine. And I don't, you know, I have to prove myself even more and I have to do, you know, all these extra things and make, make sure I look better than her basically so that I get that one out of 100 jobs that they're going to hire a woman for. Yeah. And it feels like when the room is so saturated with like the opposite of you, you're like, well, if I only have one chance, like if there's only one spot in there for someone, I hope it's me. So you, you know. You look at other women. So if there's like 100 people in the room, 97 of them are men. Yeah. And in your mind, only one woman's going to be hired. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, can I hope see it's me. You know what I for mean? For sure. Yeah. And I think that's a normal thought. You want mm-hmm. the job that, the, the, that you're there for. But then I also, I guess I can understand also, it'll be a little bit harder for men to get super competitive with the other 97 because there's 97 of them. You can't have 97 you know, arch nemesis at the same time. Well, and the part about that too, I think is like the women aren't a threat. Like they don't see, I don't think. Well, no, not if there's 97 versus three, they won't even notice. They're like, what women? Like, I don't, 
I'm not worried about her taking my job. I'm worried about him taking my job. I'm yeah. not worried about her getting the promotion instead of me. I'm worried about him getting the promotion instead of me. And that's like, I think where it comes from is like when you're a woman, you're not only against the people that are like you, you're against everyone who's not. And they're right back against you. So I, I just think it's an interesting, you know, extra layer almost. Yeah, but then also like with respect. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's definitely an extra on top layer. of everything. Else. And almost one that you're like, wow, I, uh, I wasn't really. Con- I mean, it's already tough enough to you know mm-hmm. to finish school, to find your job, to interview for the job, to yep. get the job. Didn't really need this additional layer that you weren't really planning. Exactly. On. Yeah, like with engineering, um, I was an engineering student, obviously, and it, it is very hard. Like I grinded my ass for like four years, and it was difficult. So when I would go into a room with, I'm going to say five out of 50 other females in my computer science class, my senior seminar, that that's enough to make someone leave right there. Oh yeah. Um, and you have to be that confident person to be like, no, I can take this, you know, I can buckle up my seatbelt and go through this. And I don't have a problem with reaching out to like a male colleague yeah. slash student to, to ask for help. I can do it. But there's a special type of person that will do that. And I think that's the problem is there shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to be like that level of your level of confidence. Like insane. Not everyone is. Of. Like I yes. surely am not. I am not as smart as you. I am not like Well, you are as smart as me. Just... We apply yourself differently. <laughs> okay. But it is just like I, I know you like I'm just not I, I don't feel that way. I don't feel, you know, that I would be I would react the same way. And I know a lot of people don't. I mean, you it's, you shouldn't have to have that level of confidence to, like, border, just bottom line, be successful. Because, just like, to stay in a room. Yeah, and, like, there's so many of my, like, male colleagues, I don't know what their word is, students, whatever, my counterparts. <laughs> I don't know the yeah, freaking peers. word. Peers, yes, <laughs> who have had to take classes three times in a row. If only we, I would have said to this, you know, a student that I knew who dropped out that was a female, I'd be like, you can do it. I really promise you can do this and I will help you through it. Yeah. Because this guy, I don't know, Joe Schmo, he dropped out and, you know, he's now doing this. But I don't want you to be him. I want you to be better than him. I wish we didn't. I wish Joe wasn't the example for that. But it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, I see what you're saying. I, I do. And at the same time, I don't. You know, it, it's not something yeah, yeah. that I have or I have experienced. Or it's also, I think, something even if I've experienced, I don't think I noticed it. Yeah, uh, I think that, that that's just a, a very big difference between men and women in, in a lot of these situations, and especially in a lot of the advantageous situations that I think I might find myself at. Yeah, it's kind of hard to notice the uh, the, the detriment when I'm in the advantageous spot. Mm-hmm. So that's a. Yeah, it's something that just has been coming up so much in the last couple of years. And, and I don't think in a bad way. I just think that it's been coming up and it's been kind of pushed to the forefront. You hear it on a lot of different podcasts, discussions, on the news, just about, you know, who's going into what. And, and I think the, the one that I've always not struggled with, but I, I've never really heard like a definitive answer on is the, the, the discouragement. And I don't think there is a definitive answer to it. Mm-hmm. It's just everyone's discouraging you know, personal experience is going to be different. There's going to be different levels of it. And to your point, some people aren't necessarily equipped personality-wise for that. Yeah. Because, like, that ultra-confidence, like that, I think that's something that you're kind of just have. Mm-hmm. You can develop it, and obviously you can, you can, it, it can be increased for sure. But I think it's also a personality trait that a lot of people have. Yeah. I think it's a learned, a learned trait. Well, I mean, LaVon like- has given me, I will probably say, more than half the confidence yeah. that I have because she is 
who she is in the position that I want to be in one day. Yeah. So I aspire to be like her. And just knowing that she got there, that's why we're here as yeah. Women of Cleveland. You know, yeah. we were students and now we are an organ. We are directors of an organization. Like if someone has that goal, they can do it. Yeah. And just as I see Levon, like I just grew that confidence. But yeah, I, mean, I think there's two different things to it. Also, like it's not that goes back to kind of like your competition thing too. It's like not just that you're you've been taught this confidence or you've like been born with this confidence, but like you have to have it to do well in this. And you almost like don't have another option if you want to succeed at what you're aiming for. Like it's almost a reaction to what's happening. Like being in a room where you feel less than it, your reaction is to like overcompensate by giving all of this confidence because you're like, that's the only way I'm going to stay here. That's the only way I'm going to stay afloat or be successful or do any of this well. And it's like a reaction that you build when that happens to you so many times that you just enter with confidence now because you know, you're going to need it. And you didn't know that the first time when you walked in the room and it was all guys and you were like, Oh my God, like this is not it. But the more often you do it, you're like, I'm fine. What's the difference? And then the other layer I think is that, you know, it's all of it is in every way, no matter who you are, it's privilege because in your case, for example, Shan, like you had the privilege of having Levon to kind of back you up and be like, you can do this. Like not everyone has a mentor and that's like a very low level of privilege. You know what I mean? Like it's not even that serious level of it. But I think, you know, in your regard of what you're talking about with like finding a job and feeling that, um, the pressure of like fighting with people who are similar to you, at least in gender or whatnot, it's, you know, you, you come from a different background regardless. And maybe you had like a support system or you had a great school system you came from going into college or the college you go to really just helped set you up for success. The program you're in, like it's all just, there's just a million and a half factors. And it's a matter of like, did you basically get told that you could do it or not? And if you weren't told you could do it, you probably don't think you can. And that's, that's the piece is the, were you told you could do it or were you told yeah. not, that you're not? I, I, that that's the one I hear a lot of, and I'm still unsure of it. Not unsure mm-hmm. of it as in, I'm, I'm just not sure about how it comes about. But I, I think what you just said there kind of makes sense. It's not necessarily somebody pulling you aside saying you can't do this, mm-hmm. but it's also, I mean, that's a huge lift to be having almost like a mentor or something you can follow yeah. that you know, that's already done it and you can kind of kind of not even ride their coattails, but you can really kind of uh, use them as like a, a model or a path yeah. to kind of get to where like you were talking about your friend. I'm sorry, I forgot the name. Yeah, sure. Go uh, on. Yes, that uh, uh, that that you had to kind of do that. And I think some people have that. Some people don't. I think in school, at least for me, it was rare. Yeah. I, I don't remember really anything like that at all mm-hmm. where where I had something like that. I, I can't think of a person where I was like, ah, that person really kind of took me under their wing and, yeah. but they probably looked at me and were like, that's a waste of time. But, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but I, I do see what you're saying though about that, especially it's more, it's probably more encouragement than discouragement. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And if you're again, back to that same analogy, if you're one of, you know, three, one of three women in a, a, a room of a hundred, mm-hmm. Maybe your opportunity to have like a mentor or somebody to kind of help you, it's a lot exactly. smaller than it is for the other 97 people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I Sorry think for all this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all right. It's not your fault specifically. <laughs> well, I but... know, but it's, it's, it's something that I think, 
I think for me, it's more of a because I don't notice it. And it's yeah. not because it's not there, well, but it's not something that I'm really kind of, it doesn't really impact me. And that's exactly the point too, like with the encouragement, not discouragement. Generally, men, at least up until this point, have learned that they don't tell us we can't do something because then we're like, screw you. Here I go. Watch it. It's going to happen. I'm doing it right now. Sure. And then, you know, and I did it better. And that's, you know, we just get angry. <laughs> like, we're just like, okay, yeah. really? Watch. <laughs> like, immediately it's like, I'm doing it now because I'm mad at you. So that has kind of, like, not happened as often, I think. I mean, of course it still happens. But I think people have kind of stopped telling women they can't do things because women are like, okay, watch. And they do it anyway. And I think it's turned more into, like, the case of, you know, if you don't get the encouragement of it. And, you know, because, like, also the men don't notice. Like you said, you don't know that you're you know, like the majority in the room, like you don't, you just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. A lot of times it's not just, it's not not a malicious ignorance or anything like that, but it's also something if you're not, if it's not, well, we were talking about, it's almost the same thing as like the app thing. It's not something that you notice like about Mm -hmm. how an app needs to look good. You're not going to notice it until it doesn't look good. Yep. Like if that scenario doesn't look good for like a guy, then they're going to notice it. But when it's like, wow, this is a, this looks pretty good. But (laughs) then when women, women like, raise hell then it becomes an issue yeah then they're like oh this isn't fun anymore <laughs> she's being annoying and then it, it that was actually you could i was notice just it. gonna say that too because then you have the next step of this uh which sucks um but it's the um like you said i'm just gonna get mad and just do it anyway yeah. then it turns into the oh man she sure is difficult she's yeah. mad God, all the she's time a bitch. <laughs> yeah right and you have the the, the next oh, aspect you have of that. to go home to you can't stay until like 7 p.m oh, night. Yeah. no i cannot it's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot, honestly. And that's, I think that's my whole grounding point too, oftentimes, is that like, like I said in the beginning, every single day is just a lot. And even when it's not me, like, I don't walk into those rooms often where it's the majority of men. And I know that like Shannon does. And that bothers me on her behalf. Like, I want to punch everyone in the face for her. Like, I'm annoyed <laughs> for someone else. Yeah. And it's like, I that's what keeps it going and but that's that, what makes us want to do what we're doing like like alex said like i like being that i don't like being the one in the room yeah but i do oh but if anybody's got to do it of course. if anyone's yeah. gonna do it i'm gonna do it and mm-hmm. i'm gonna do it with poise and confidence because that's who shannon is so i kind of like it because i i agree i like twisting people's brains to be like maybe they need to to stop talking let me talk and be heard yeah. i can't i can't lie it's pretty satisfying to like be that like to get past that point and be like watch my look at that you remember the thing you said i couldn't do uh, do you see that it's like yeah. the most satisfying nothing and I feel that you like need to be you don't need often. to be bashful about that <laughs> if someone's telling you you can't do something and then you do it yeah yeah that feels great it is it is very satisfying to see people kind of like get it but then and, like have the light click on a little bit going back like, oh. to when i brought the point up of like you know raising hell then this just becomes like an issue sometimes well you know I've thought of, me and Alex have thought of hosting, like, a more corporate-minded business event or even more casual business-related event where mm-hmm. a bunch of females bring their partner or their boyfriend or their spouse, you know, or their brother or their father or whatever as their as their guests for the night. And we talk about these things because we need encouragement. We can't just have all females uniting because then we're just talking to ourselves, basically. We need Yeah, we know people. what's up. We like, know what's happening. We're all aware. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know what's going on. We need the other to come and get on our side, too. Because once we become united, you know, all genders, all X, Y, Z, 
that's when real change will happen. It's kind of like a political landscape, like the the, the people that yeah. can't have discussions with one side or another. I understand the frustration of someone not agreeing with you or not seeing your point of view. Yeah. But at the end of that, I mean, if there's everything is if everything's just cut down the middle, you basically just have 50 50 all the time on yeah. all issues. Mm-hmm. And you have to. And that's a good idea. Bring in the people, you know, sometimes that. It's not that they're Don't opposed it. to it. They just haven't been exposed right, and to we'll it. And we'll do it yeah. in, a, like, of course, a light, uplifting, sure. exciting yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, of course. Um, Not just bring them on stage and be like, here not. are the things these, you've caused. These are the men. Even... And this is how they've screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely <laughs> It's not. like, whoa, I, I thought this was an open yeah, bar. Like, I, I came here <laughs> for you. I don't understand. What happened here? I thought we were just, I thought, all right, fine. You sorry. just said this would be fun. Yeah. But, like, I, I even think of, like, you know, my brother or my father yeah. well, or I my boyfriend. The like, dad thing is what clicked for me, for sure. He, like, he, they're going to want, if they have daughters, they're going to want their daughters to be in an environment that's thriving. Sure. So why why keep the yeah. store closed? Let's well, get the whole, all parties involved. So, yeah, like, the generational thing, I think, really sticks out to me a lot of times, especially now that we're doing this, because, like, we constantly, first of all, my mom and I, we're tight. So we talk a lot, and when Shannon comes over, we sit and we talk with my mom, and we, like, run a bunch of ideas past her and just kind of see her opinion, because she doesn't hold back, and she lets me know what she thinks, and, you know, that sometimes that's that's good for business. So we like to run some things past her. Yeah, but there should be a mom on every board. I agree, yeah. <laughs> but then when we're sitting around talking to my mom, you know, like, my dad will walk in, and he just doesn't get, like, it's just right over his head. Like, none of it makes any, he just does not understand why the women need anything. <laughs> He's like, oh I don't know, like... <laughs> what any of this is about or what you're doing like the most supportive at every event always there helping with everything but like doesn't get it or maybe they, and it's maybe, okay yeah but it's just like interesting to see you know how generationally different and i think that kind of goes back to you asking about like what's it like going to college and like having oh, that yeah, being yeah. confronted with that like at our age kind of like i think we are lucky enough to be in a generation that talks about this kind of stuff and says like hey this shit's hard and here's what i did or you know like here's what you can do as a woman or whatever it is i think we definitely get this all out in the open a little more and no one's embarrassed about it like we're not like oh all of this sucks and we're mad and that's it it's like no we're gonna fix it and if you want to help get on board let's do it let's fix whatever it is yeah and this stuff also is is is, is really has a, a pretty direct correlation to mental health too. It's also which yeah. also was when I was in college, not really something that was mm-hmm. discussed that much. We're all like, all right, well, suck it up. It can't get much worse. Yeah. And that was how we dealt with it. Not great, and it explains a lot about my generation too. Yeah. A lot of lot of frustration that just never really came out, and then just mm-hmm. comes out at the worst possible time. But no, I mean, the, the, it it wasn't addressed. And yeah, you're you're. The younger generation, I think, has more of an outlet. I think more of an open outlet. Still not perfect, obviously. Oh, no. Because a lot of those outlets still get squashed by, you know, someone else. It's like, yeah. shut up, move on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, th- that is good. And it's good that you have things like this. Mm-hmm. So what has the kind of the reaction to it? Like like when you started this, you know, you're in your, you have what, your second event? Well, no, you just had it. July, right? Correct. Yeah. Sorry, July. So okay. it's technically our second year of business because we started in March. So Okay. We're going on year two, but there's been two summer socials. It's a little, it's a little confusing, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I can say personally that like this for me has been a little bit of, I think it's, it's lightened me up a little bit, (laughs) which is interesting, but I, I think I was kind of getting to a point. It might've been 2020, which now that I'm talking about it, I'm realizing, but I think I was getting to a point where I was being a little cynical 
and I was like, God, everything just sucks. And I was just learning so much about like, even the stuff I loved, like, you know, these, these Cleveland events and stuff. I was like, mm, they're not always run by the best people sometimes. Like they're not, sometimes people are in it for the profit and that's it. And I was like really disappointed to figure that all out. Cause I was like, Oh no, they're trying to better the community. And then I was like, no, they're trying to make money. Yeah. And that was like a huge reality check for me. And I was like, okay, well, these people that I idolize are not all that great. And, you know, all of this feels like crap. And, you know, this year's been rough. And I think coming out of that, this uplifted me so much because everyone was so incredibly supportive from the second we started. Like, not just our friends and family, everyone. The donations we received, monetary and, like, physical for the raffle and stuff. Just people just, like threw things at. I mean, they were so incredible and they still are to this day. I mean, even just like being on this, like I just, I don't know. I just don't expect anyone to help us with anything. And all of the time people are like, tell us your story. Let us know how we can help. Can I connect you with this person? And I think that goes back to the Cleveland thing a little bit. Like, can I connect you? Can I help you? You know, can I push you forward? It's a really big part of the city. I I really do. That's a mentality that is, uh, it's in grand. And also like in terms of it's a dumb association. It, it kind of relates mm-hmm. to our our uh, our numbness and our complete delusion in terms yeah. of football. Like it doesn't matter how bad we are, that Muni lot fills up. Oh on yeah, because they will get behind their people. Like we'll remember anyone that's from Cleveland yep. that's doing anything. And it's the same in terms when you get more like on the uh, on the, the the community and you know support side. I mean, they, they will they will get behind their people. They yeah. will really really will. Yeah. So I think that was. I mean, we've been shown, like, an incredible amount of generosity in every single way. That's great. Especially, I mean, obviously our friends and family. Like, there's, we owe them our entire existence. Like, none of this happens without them. Physically, like, their hands being at the event is <laughs> the only thing that keeps it going. Like, the day of, the, two, the three of us are just staring at each other like, I don't know what's happening. Where are we? Like, I, is this the event place we booked? I don't know. Like, we're just standing around and we're scared. And it's just a shit show, honestly. And everybody just... They just know what to do, and they just know how to help us. And since there are people, they get us, and they're like, you're freaking out, so just relax. We got it. It's no big deal. And, you know, that all comes out, and it's just super helpful. And everyone's just – I don't know. Everyone's great all the time is really all I have to say, which, to be honest, surprised me. Like, I didn't think that no one was going to help us, but I definitely didn't expect the amount of support that we got right off the bat. And I didn't expect that we wouldn't have to prove ourselves. Like, I was fully ready. Like, I'm still to this day, everything we do, I try to be as thoughtful as I can about it. And when we, you know, make decisions, I want to make sure that I can explain them to people and almost, like, validate them. Because I feel like a lot of times you're you're under some scrutiny, especially when you're trying to do something that's, like, bettering a group of people. And you're trying to, you know, support the community and support people. And I think people are like, okay, well, if that's not all you're doing, then, like, you're not really in it. So we put a lot of thought behind all of that. And I think we, I was a little prepared for the worst almost <laughs> because I was like, people are mean sometimes and I'm scared that they're going to oh, be mean to I, us. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. I, I really do. Yeah. I, I think people are so a lot – maybe it's even worse in the last two years. Mm-hmm. I think people are still really skeptical about anything. Yeah. People are really skeptical about, I think um, – any type of organization, group, where the, the their core or their whatever, their mission statement, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is to help 
you know, X Anything. group, this group, yeah. whatever it might be. I, I think a lot of them are still always a little bit skeptical about that. I mean, and I unfortunately, am. we have enough examples where we kind of should be skeptical, yeah. skeptical of that. It's a, it's, I think, just kind of been kind of ingrained in our DNA because of, unfortunately, just too many examples yep. where you find out. I mean, I've had people on here that uh, have talked about some of their dealings with some of the people. In the, like you talked about, like, ones that are kind of run poorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can name three right now and not yeah. even try. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, ah, I don't really want to do that. That's a so-and-so yeah. kind of thing. Move, yeah. Yeah. It, or, or, oh, no, no, that place is sponsored by. Yeah. Or they're partnered with or they're owned by. I'm like, I'm good. There's too many other places in Cleveland that we can Yeah. Yeah, and, like, to support. speak to that, you know, with the – respect of like our events like we want to help these women-owned businesses and women in general so we're planning an upcoming event and we have some activities planned and experiences and we're going to go to these businesses that can provide them and what's to say that there's not a woman a woman who does that if we google like xyz i don't know let's just say like chef teaching course yeah whatever (laughs) um we want to have that event per se Say the first one comes up and it's it's male-owned. The next one's male-owned. Male-owned, male-owned. Okay, okay, here we go. But there has to be a woman in Cleveland yeah. that does this. So that's the point of, you know. There is. Women, women, women. I mean, insert anything here. There, There exactly. is. Yes. There, there just is. And that's why it's like you have to go. Like, we want to go the extra mile to find it because there's no reason not to. Like, yeah. you know, unless they're completely unavailable and they're the only one that does it, like, and we have no other option. Okay, but mm-hmm. it's that doesn't that doesn't happen. Like, there's always someone you can pick who's a woman who can do that. And it's like, why not put the extra effort into this? Because honestly, like, we're just doing it to help you. Yeah. Like, we're not here to make the money. <laughs> like, that's not the point. So, no. why not put in the extra work? It's not hurting us. Do you have a, do you have Cleveland favorites? Businesses, restaurants, woman-owned that just, that maybe, oh, just, yeah. I, I mean, I have ones that, like, I didn't know were woman-owned. I just loved them and then found out oh, they yeah. were. Like, I mean, what mine right off the bat was uh, uh, salt down the street. Oh yeah. Uh, you know the the chef there, Jill. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. She is fantastic. She's a really really good chef and is getting a lot of recon, uh, recognition for that. She came on. She was a blast. We had a large argument about how to pronounce Rosie's Rosies down here. This place <laughs> that we all used to go to all the time. But yeah, that that's just one and just didn't even know about. But do you, do you yeah. have any woman owned businesses? Rest, anything like that that are like your favorites that you discovered? Yeah, I have fifty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can think of like <laughs> fifty vendors. Everyone from every event is yeah. always woman owned. I mean, they're so, so like, gracious. Like they, our vendors, took that leap of faith. We started out. Oh gosh, I was twenty one. Chloe was twenty one. Yeah. You were maybe twenty two. Yeah. We were like, hey, we're starting this, you know, organization. We need twenty five of you. Who wants to do it? Yeah. And, you know, but also we need you next month. Yeah. <laughs> On this date, you need to be free. And they all were with open arms was like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Put me down. And um, that was the worst part about all of it too, was asking about the, like, we didn't know if we, they were going to make any money. We were like, please come sell your product. We don't know if anyone's going to show up to this thing. We've sold X amount of tickets, but like they might not come and we hope they do. But on top of that, we hope they shop with you. Like, we hope they specifically choose to buy from you, and we were kind of just, like, shooting in the dark. Where, where was it at, the first one? Aerial International Center. Okay. They both were. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so... Yeah, we, that's a gamble. <laughs> yeah. We, like, we basically we paid for the venue on our own, and then we started, like, looking for sponsorships and things like that to basically, like, pay ourselves back and cover it all, and then we were basically begging people to be vendors because it was such short notice. And that was most of it. It wasn't that they like didn't want to, they were like, Oh, I'm on a vacation. Oh, I have too many events already this year. Contact me in January. And we were like, okay, well it's next month. So 
Right. I have a couple in mind. Um, yeah. Just go. From, go for it. There's a couple in mind because they not only did our first event, but also the second event um, by Katie Kate, specialized in jewelry. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Elegant Designs in Blue. And Tiffany is actually an angel. That's She's floral. So amazing. Um, Gold Arrow Studios, Humble Mornings Coffee, Huntress, Callie's Creation Soap. I mean, there are just so many. Zav Candle Company. And the Prim. The Prim. Oh, my gosh. Extra Betty. Jamie Kravitz, the yeah. energy producer. There are so many people. I Honestly, mean, Shape Cleveland, they run our yes. photo booth, and they're just Delaney is like the greatest ever. She's given us advice on becoming a nonprofit. Like she's just the most helpful. They're amazing. Yeah. They, they yeah, they were. Delaney was a lot of fun. They yeah. actually ended up hanging out about twenty minutes afterwards too. <laughs> they were just one of those yeah. just kind of. I wasn't didn't obviously the didn't best. know them, but as soon as we started going, I was like, oh, I mean, we could just sit yeah. here for hours and do this. They were great. Yeah, I, I was really glad I got to meet them. Big fans. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's yeah, everyone's just super generous. I don't know. I mean, I love all of them a lot. Um, Restaurant-wise, we just personally like really love going to the South Side. Um, oh, they yeah. donated Chef to Natasha us. Chef Natasha is amazing. Yeah, they donated to us both years, and we've been there to eat, obviously, and it's just super good, and we're big fans. So restaurant-wise, that's definitely my vote. I think that was one of the first places I went when I moved up there. <laughs> it was so good. Because well, everyone's like, that's where you... When I was like, where should we go? You know, where we moved up here like eight years ago. Okay. And everyone, I, you know, we started asking me, where should we go? I, yeah. That, I mean, that came up. If I asked five people, four said, you got to go to Southside. Yeah. Yeah. I I've mean, always we're on the east side. We drive for right? it. Right. <laughs> like we oh, that's right. love it. <laughs> it is good. But yeah, I mean, I think that was the coolest part too, was like when we started out, we we literally went to like every business we could on foot. Like we... We drove. walked Coventry. We walked... We walked Lakewood. Tremont. La- Lakewood. We did, oh like, gosh, all the yes. strips that are around here. Rocky of, like, River. Stores. I mean, yeah. far and near. And that's one of our, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to meet people. We want to do stuff like this podcast. We want yeah. to see people outside of our events because, you know, we still are very much virtual and we operate out of our homes. What, oh, are, yeah. some, what are some of the Coventry? I, I, I used to live over there. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what are... I haven't been there. I, I so rarely go to that side of Cleveland because for some reason... I, I, I feel like it's the other side of the country, even though it's yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. We don't always, um, like all of our donations for the raffles and stuff, those are not always woman-owned. We try okay. to at least keep those local because that's kind of like our two, like, I guess, pillars, you could say, would be like being in Cleveland and being woman-owned. So, like, sometimes they intersect, which is always great. And, like, our vendors always intersect. But you Sometimes know. if a man gives you money, just take it. Yeah, I mean, if you need, <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, a raffle, like, it's it's a raffle. And I think, for me at least, I can definitely say, like, the Cleveland community is a huge part of it, too. And, I mean, absolutely, that's, like, one of my favorite parts. So we definitely don't discriminate in that regard. Um, plus, we like the involvement of people that aren't women. That's kind of the point. Like we said, bring them into the room, too, and realize, you know, what's going on here. And it's a chance for those businesses to support a woman's event. Um, but... I, in Coventry, the Cleveland Candle Company okay. has donated a bunch. Um, Tommy's. Tommy's, ah, Tommy's I can recommend as a person because they're delicious. I know. I've loved Tommy's for yeah. ever. I, I've just, that, that place is always great it. every time I go in there. Yes, it's fantastic. Um, there were a couple other, I can't remember all the names, boutiques. There might have been a sushi place. I can't recall. But yes, there's there's a lot happening on this trip. Well, it, it's kind of what we were just talking about in terms of like you know, how many different places in Cleveland that you can visit or go. I mean, there, there's just, there's no shortage of it. No. And I think four different restaurants have opened in the last two weeks. Yeah. Good ones too. Like that they're, it's, it's, it seems to be really good about retaining some of the, the classic Cleveland things and then keep, and then adding on to it. Yeah. Uh, we were just in Hingetown over the weekend for uh, the, the shops that they have there. Um, I don't know what city, 
Are you talking about City Goods? Yes. Yes. I, I just love went City there goods. and it was great. I ended up going. To, I, I got to hit up all these places that I love. Yes. Of course, Jukebox is right there, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite bars in the city. Uh, but then, yeah, you get to go to all these new places. I went to Britney's record shop and got yes. to get. Uh, I yeah. I love I, City Goods. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love it, man. There's that little bar. Everything. But I was just like, this yeah. is great. It's so it's so cool. And Liz, who um, is one of the people that started it, she used to work for the Cleveland Flea, and I worked there for a summer, so I met her through that. Um, and then she actually approached. Janae and I from Auden and Company to do their branding and their grand opening party, which was like literally like last week or the week before. Um, so that was all super fun. So I've, yeah, I've been and it's so cool. It's great. And it's one of the what coolest is it, things I've seen. It's like a permanent shopping thing. It's almost like, what do they look like? They, oh, that's hard to explain. They're like, Bunkers? technically they're airplane hangers yeah, is what they used to be, that, yeah. but I don't, I don't know how an airplane fit in there. So I don't really know, but they're like these half circle, like huts almost i know it sounds bad but they're like all metal and the inside's all wood and it's very like industrial feeling and then a lot of them are like three to five businesses in each one yeah and it's like downstairs there's like three or four and then upstairs there's one and in each one of them they're like six separate buildings i think and in each one of them there's like a different set of people to shop from so it's basically like if someone at our event had like a storefront that they didn't have to run yeah. Which was the coolest part that I found out from working with them was that you don't have to be there to like man your store. No, you, you don't. No, Which it, is they'll just very let you. Cool. They're almost honestly a lot of them are no bigger than really this room. Oh yeah, but no. they're two levels, so you would just walk up the stairs. Like say, like Ilfi was on one floor, mm-hmm. and then I think Britney's record shop was on the top floor, yeah. and you would just walk. But there was one person running the entire thing, and yeah. basically both businesses. And that, that's. One of the things that was really cool about it is that there's not you don't have to like you know overhead for some of these small businesses that have someone else there because one person can just run yeah. both those stores and, and I think that, that's why that so many it. people don't do that. Like I think that's why so many small businesses are virtual. And I know when we started talking to people in the beginning, a, a lot of like how you mentioned, people started in 2020, like coming out of the pandemic, <laughs> all of these businesses, like honestly, like 90 percent of I think the ones we had at our first event were like a year old, not even. And we were like, oh, okay, same. <laughs> like, here's your first chance to sell to people face-to-face. Good yeah. luck. Ugh. And that's why they were so willing to help us, I think. So, like, it was it was kind of a perfect storm for sure. But I think that's really what's cool about City Goods to me is that, like, you don't – you can sell to people and have them see your product and touch their your product and not have to get it shipped to their door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to be there to monitor it. Like yeah, most of those places have like a different location. And I keep bringing up the Britney's one because that's the yeah. one that I bought stuff from. Uh, but yeah, I think she has another location. I want to say on 55th. Yeah. But either way, it's it's a way for them to have another location that way without having to actually open a physical yeah. location. And there's so, so much nice. to shop in one spot. Like it's, no, just, it really it's more is. appealing it's like as a shopper. But yeah, it exactly. Is. It was basically like six different little bunker like hangers yeah. with two, sometimes three businesses in each one of them, mm-hmm. all within about... 50 yards of each other i mean they're right by each other and you're in Hingetown, so you're right by jukebox shore society's right there him and his is right there to amba yeah oh god i love amba (laughs) it's like attached (laughs) it's right there yeah it's right there i almost walked into amba yeah oh yeah (laughs) which would have been a bad thing it's great (laughs) yeah and then one of them is a bar yeah one of the hangers is a bar so they like sell their own like drink and it's all 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 the, with the exception of like maybe like one type of uh, liquor there, 
it was all oh, uh, yeah. all within two hours. Like all the breweries were within two hours. Mm-hmm. All the Wineries. like the, the, everything was within two yeah. hours of it's that all local location. Alcohol. So it was all yeah, it was awesome. So cool. It was really cool. I could talk about city goods for hours. They're so cool. I'm probably gonna go back this weekend just because just <laughs> from all the talking could. that we've done about it because I had yeah. a lot of fun there. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's gonna be like perfect holiday wise to just like hit all those very because they're all very different from each other too. Like very. you said, like yeah. Britney's record shop, like. It's the only record shop in there. Yeah. And then there's like a whole skincare one that's like all the beauty stuff is in like one hut, which I think wasn't an accident, but it's very interesting. And that one smells yeah. the best, obviously. But also shop local, but right? Yeah. Like during it's, this time. It's amazing. That's all it's it is. like instead yeah. of going it's to the all, mall, yeah. you can go to City Goods and get right. all the same stuff from local people. And people are going to be like, this is so cool. I've never seen this before. And you're going to be like, yep, City Goods. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's all not even just like, I mean, it's all, I mean, very local. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a lot of that stuff. I mean, the other location was like probably within yeah. ten miles, so it's nice. But it also just gives it like a like a cool, fun, shoppy feel, and in, especially like in that area in Hingetown, yeah. which that area has very trendy. It has changed so much just in eight years. I think that's the that's probably the 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 that whole strip all the way from like when you go to like Gordon Square all the way down yeah. to uh, to to Hingetown, like where like North High and all those things mm-hmm. are. Just that strip of Detroit, that has changed so much. They've added so much to that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite places to just hang out. Just walk up and down that street. There's so many great shops there. There's so many places you can go in. I really, really like it there a lot. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that makes me jealous of the west side. But we have it too, kind of. It's coming. It I have coming. noticed the east side is picking, like, the stuff that I've been following along with for, like, years on, like, the internet is slowly making its way to the east side. There, There's, like, more co-working space. Yes. Like, the the trendy cool things that I always used to drive here for are like moving our way. Well, remember I'm like, when thank we, God it's we used about to, time. Like Crocker Park, we would go there. That's a cool shopping yeah. experience. Well, now we have Pinecrust, which yes. has Candle Studios. I'll yep. get my nails done, Van and Aiken. I'll go to the Nike store and get some shoes. You know, yeah, Van Aken, ex- mm-hmm. exactly. That reminds me of City Goods because it's all different little, yeah, you know, vendors. Yeah, it's, it's got it's, a similar yeah, feel. Yeah, it's I, kind I of like, like the Market Hall at Van Aken where it's all the different like foods under the one roof thing. Yeah, it's similar to that. It's got that. I don't know, you throw a bar in any of these things, and I'm into it. I, I don't know. Like when last time I was in Van Aken, like my my wife was like walking through. Uh, I don't remember what it, I don't remember what it, where she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were so many things there. It was kind of like on sensory overload because I couldn't figure out where I was Absolutely. going. Absolutely, and it's loud because the coffee yeah, grinders are going. Yes. and the pasta that market is getting hall made. is overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. and then and then she's like, "If you want, you can just go to that bar right there." And it was just like this with like garage door open yeah. bar. I'm like, <laughs> Oh Jesus! Yeah, take your time. Yeah, I just sat Shop there and all day. had an old fashioned in the middle of the day. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, I do. I I, I do love like that. that. And yes, you do have you have a lot more on the east side too. I mean, just like when you talk about the the Coventry or like Lee Road, uh-huh. that stuff is so different than what it used to be. Yeah, because I used to live right there, right by Cleveland Heights High School, and it was very okay. different. Uh, so again, but some of it is still there. Like, thank God, mm-hmm. Cedar Lee is still there. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a state, but it's got to stay. Yeah. But then, you know, some of the other, uh, they have these, you know, different sushi places. Mm-hmm. and uh, The Haunted House restaurant, the new thing yes, that came out exactly. a, a year ago. Like that's that's going to be popping in a couple weeks. Oh, so yeah. cool, yeah. But, I mean, they have all these new things there now that I wish was there when I lived there. But, I mean, whatever, I, I, yeah. I'm doing fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's just, it, and that is, again, you know, just another Cleveland thing. It's just yeah. there's always... Still Cleveland feel, and yet we're adding more and more stuff to it. And uh, there's so many, especially there, like right, Lee Road is, is a great example. Mm-hmm. I could just walk up and down those three or four blocks, yeah. and you can go into, you know, like Blank Canvas, which is a really, really good place to. I've done trivia there. There's a great place by art. You can see shows there. It's awesome there. 
There's a like the Voodoo Brewery. There's Mexican restaurant. That place is great. Yeah, that really is. So you're you're doing okay on these side know. too. I want him to come even further east though. That's what I need. I need him to come all the way to us because we still have to drive to to like a Cleveland Heightsy area. But yeah, well, pulling him pulling him to that like chagr- it's chagrin. What's hap- is what's happening. Beachwood and chagrin are like what's what's popping up. Yeah, and I think it's so funny too. Like you know everybody loves Chagrin Falls so much. And, like, so much of it is popping up there, too. And people, like, travel for that. And I think mm-hmm. it's so funny because it's, like, so close to us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Sugar Falls. Come on <laughs> over. There's so much to do here. It's, yeah, it's fun. I think it's, for me, because I love all of that stuff so much, and I always have, that it's, like, I hated having to drive to it. I was like, ugh, 20 minutes. Rather just That's not. Why, yeah. <laughs> when my wife's like, do you want to go to Beachwood? I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. We're going to lose. Sure. We're, we'll be going for days. <laughs> yeah. It's not that far. But no. for some reason no. in my mind. Yes. I'm like, who's going to watch the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe we're gone for two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, exactly. I love seeing these small businesses come to the east side also, but then here I go, kind of in my corporate mindset. I want to see big companies come to Cleveland. I want to see a Microsoft here. I want to see like a Salesforce here. And yeah. I don't know about Salesforce. They may have a location here, but I'm guessing they don't because they're huge. Yeah. I want to see an Apple here because that's going to diversify Cleveland even more, and we're going to get more bodies in Cleveland to do good. Yeah. Look at you. You should recruit. You should work uh, at Hey, the, maybe one day I'll hey, be a recruiter. There's a, lot of, there, there's a lot of things <laughs> similar to this that are kind of popping up, though. Like, if, if you're, not to go back to the Hingetown thing, but, mm-hmm. like, the, the collective that's kind of being done down there with mm-hmm. Harness Cycle and, like, Andrea Losi, who's the, the, the CEO of Harness Cycle, they're basically turning that entire area, and you can yeah. see it happening, into, like, a hub of more and more local businesses that are all kind of, she's calling it a collective, like, working yeah. together. Valerie uh, Mann from uh, Yellow Cake is, is trying to do the exact same thing, too. I think out more okay. in the Crocker Park area. But they're trying to do, build more of these yeah. these Cleveland company co-ops where they're all kind of working and, and working together and helping each other. And it's it's not necessarily as big as, like, the obviously the Microsoft or yeah. anything like that. But they're trying to build more of those type of Cleveland hubs. And I think they want to keep more work here, too. Like, even if you go to, like, the, yeah. the Cleveland film industry. Mm-hmm. Like there's things going on in the, the like the state legislature where they're trying to keep more of the 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 film crews to stay in Cleveland because a lot yeah. of them have to just it's seasonal and if something's here great if not they yeah. have to go out to New York or LA or something like that but it's become so common now for places to not want to film there because it's yeah. so much cheaper to film here mm-hmm. where they're trying to build again a, a, an infrastructure where that's a thing yeah I'm, I'm very curious what the next ten years is going to look like for Cleveland because you know you hear like the cities that have kind of been, I don't want to say overrun, but like Austin and Nashville, places that people used to love. If you go there now, people that are from there are like, I hate it. Yeah. Well, 20,000 so people tourist. move here yeah, every you think of Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got such a touristy like, Last time I was in Nashville, it. my Uber driver was like, it sucks. 20,000 <laughs> people move here every single month. Ugh. Rent, everything is astronomical. Yeah. They're building high rises everywhere. Yeah. But... Cleveland's I think that's what that. I love about Cleveland, though. Like, as much as I want to see her just, like, blow it away, it's also, like, I like that we have this little secret to ourselves. Like, very selfishly. Oh, like, yeah. people shit on Cleveland daily. All of the time, people are like, Cleveland's horrible. And I join in. The like, river caught on fire. And I'm like, in the winter, yeah, I, I say some mean things. But... You know, as soon as that sun comes out, I'm like, oh, this is the best place in the world. Oh, There's nowhere dude, else I need to be. My wife's already hibernating. And, like, yeah, we, me too. <laughs> we had to turn the heat on today. Like, she was just like, do we really have to do this? Yeah, I mean, and then we just awful. stared at each other until one of us caved. <laughs> yeah, it. I, I get it. It's rough. I In the winter, I do say some mean things, and then I just take them back in the summer. But 
I, I truly like, I love being here. And I think that that's unique. And I think that the people who are here do love it and they don't admit it all the time. And sometimes like, you know, the sports teams, they let us down and then we're mad for like a week or so. And then we come around again, <laughs> but it's we forget. definitely we yeah, short term. We just, we forget. we're like, Oh, they're not that bad. And then they play again. I don't like, know. Some oh. about this year. Yeah. And then this shit this happened is, the last couple of years. This is it. <laughs> this will be the year. And it's like, uh-huh. And that's the other, like, I don't, I don't really care what happens yeah. to be honest with you, but I like the vibe of like, we're all in this together and we all love Cleveland. And that's, I, that's a that's a very it's that is a a common theme with a lot of people i, I think they do not even just the delusional sports people i yeah. think even non-sports related people are very mm -hmm. much their their ride or dies with cleveland and i'm like i really dig that yeah not in the sports like i'm i don't care about the sports if oh, i'm being honest but i'm delusional about cleveland like i'm delusional <laughs> in the sports way about everything cleveland does like any business anything that starts um, i'm like nothing could go wrong like we've got this is the year like, hey i'm the same way in terms of, like i'm not really that into sports yeah. i like the social aspect of sports that's how i am um but if they lose i'm gonna sleep fine that night Agreed. i don't really i don't care that Agreed. much well where um where, where do you think i mean where do you want the, the i mean the, you're so early on in this where, i mean yeah. even though when you think like two years that's still starting any business two years you're an infant so yeah. where, where do you want also by the way props on the woman up apparel thanks thank uh, you those are cool we thought it'd be like cute those. to match today no no um, it looks cool i like those I this like is those. actually a girl in cincinnati that we happen to find who just makes these like she didn't do it for us she just sells these it's part of her like line and on a fluke it came across our socials and um i was like yeah we need them immediately so <laughs> we ordered them and i don't even know if she makes them anymore but Big fan of the woman up sweatshirts. We wear them daily. Hey, um, they're great. Very cool. I like that. Yeah, we're we're big fans. I suppose like in the future where I can see us going is kind of going back to what we talked about like Cleveland's our own secret gem. Yeah. But I would love to kind of help bring people here. And what I mean by that is we talked to someone from Destination Cleveland and what their job is to bring people to Cleveland to yeah. be their tourist destination. Mm -hmm. And right now we are an infant right now. Um so we have a couple events planned. Actually, yeah, a little more than a couple events planned um, for the upcoming year. But then, you know, like just to continue growing and to do more regular events so that, you know, people can see us as maybe a big factor as to why they'd want to move to Cleveland. There's all these cool events happening that this organization, Woman Up Cleveland, runs. I want to move their mom. I want to move their dad. Let's do it. Yeah. I think even more getting people to stay and not want to leave. Too. Exactly. I yes. think with the, the more. And like Engage I, Cleveland does that work. They deal yes. with people okay. once they're here. Destination, bring them here, but then Engage yeah. once they're here. Keep them here. Keep them in the pot. Trap I, I, yeah, I love that because I do. I think that's becoming more and more of a thing is that I mean, we were talking about like the cold. That was mm -hmm. the thing in college. Everyone's like, as soon as I graduate, yeah. I'm to Florida. I'm Florida. Please. I know. And even in, even back then, I was just like, I've been there. Yeah. It ain't that yeah. great. I like a trip, but then I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where are you going in Florida? I can name one place that I like. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> and that's only sometimes. Like, I don't I don't know about all that. Wynwood it's is the whatever. only place. It's a suburb outside of Miami. Yeah, see, it's the only place that I love, love, love in Florida. And never Everywhere even Everywhere else, I just don't care. <laughs> the entire, it's kind of like a, a Lakewood. Like, like how Lakewood yeah. in Cleveland that that's kind of what Wynwood is for okay. Miami. It's just like a like a little borough of it. Yeah. But uh, it's about twenty minutes outside, kind of like the major strip of Miami. The entire community, buildings, everything is all decorated by murals, like like hundred oh, foot so graffiti cool. murals. 
I mean, that's so cool. Where you just can't everything, like every business, every restaurant, every wall was covered in it. And I mean, beautiful so cool. hundred foot, like Kobe yeah. Bryant murals. I, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe how someone would even begin to do that. But yeah. yeah, that's what I don't. That's the thing too is when people say stuff like that and they're like, I can't wait to get out of here. Like the second I graduate, I'm out. And it's like, name a place that has something that we don't have besides like not having winter. And that's like, I can count. You don't everything. really aren't going to love that as much. Like I, you're really not yeah. going to like it as much as you think. You're going to get there and you're going to be like, it's so hot all the time and I'm constantly sweating and it's going to get real old real fast. And it's like, that's what a vacation is for. And plus you enjoy the vacation a lot more when you live somewhere where the weather is shit because then you're like, oh, an escape. And it doesn't feel like an escape when it's like that all the time. I, do. I feel like I could counter anything. If someone's like California, Absolutely. I'd be like, enjoy giving most of your money away. Yeah. Like I, really there's bad always, pollution, and it's not even like bad. <laughs> bad stuff about any of the places. It's just like everything I just got back from a road trip actually to like six different states they were flyover states in the middle of the country and we did them all in a week we did like 24 hours in each state and yeah it was really wild and um in every single state i just kept looking at my boyfriend and i was like what nothing here we don't have like this is cool and i'm glad i saw it but like we've got this cute little coffee shop in cleveland like we've got 500 of them i've been to them all like it's not there's nothing here that could get me to stay here and I feel like that about everywhere I've ever been. Just keep doing that on every trip, too. <laughs> oh, I do. He's just trying to enjoy himself. He, You're like, absolutely. we have one of those. He literally is just like, I'm trying to enjoy this coffee. Please leave me. I'm not trying to get you to move. Why are you yelling at me? And it's like, and it's like I just want you to know that I love Cleveland so much all the time. <laughs> I miss home right now is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'll sometimes, I'll do that, too. I'll just be like, eh, oh, yeah. the one by us is better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I am. Yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. It's not Cleveland. I like going to Roasted and Tremont better. This place sucks. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, so, I don't know, angry loyal to everything around here. I am, too. And then disloyal to when I find out stuff about places. Yeah. Like, I've, well, I don't care. Like, town, like, town hall. I've never been back to town hall. Oh, yeah. Me neither. God, two and a half years at this point. I don't even know how long it's been. Well, and it's like, but is it a problem? Nope. There's a place just like it, I'm sure. <laughs> if I really wanted to find it, I'm sure I could find one. It sucked because I was like, because I did like to use going there, but then yeah. I was like, ah, we can't. Like, That's what just... is, what's the gimmick? Healthy food? I can find that somewhere. It's really good. I'm okay. not even sold that it is. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. I think that's what they post. I have yeah. no proof. Whatever I, there I... is to offer there can be found other Well, like, also, they're like, well, it's healthy, non GMO. It's like, it's bread, avocado, tomatoes. <laughs> Most places have these. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You have eggs? Oh, my That's God. So funny. Unheard of. You have eggs? <laughs> yeah. Also, like a bar? I don't, never seen that. Bar before. and eggs? <laughs> oh, my God. How'd you oh come up gosh. with this concept? <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> but well, Al, where do you want to see one up? Yeah, I know. Yeah. We got derailed. Sorry. No, it's no, so it's t- okay. It's so easy to. I understand. I will talk about Cleveland for the rest of my life if I could. Um, I think for me, I it goes back to the giving back to um, kind of what got us here. I mean, we started last year with the scholarship, and we'll keep going in that direction. But we give three scholarships to graduating um, seniors at Mayfield, where we graduated from. Great. Um, and... Uh, women obviously sorry um but three graduating seniors and they you know fill out a application and write like an essay and it's honestly like so cool to read them and like think of yourself at that age and be like oh my gosh like this girl's literally where i was at that point and all these things i mean we were blown out of the water by these essays like they arguably changed my life like i some of them i was so deeply hit that i was like actually tearing up and it was wild and i was like you are 18 or younger there is no way that you have this level of just like 
sophistication and just I, I was not like that at that age but it definitely I think for me is like about giving back to people who are in similar places that I've been and like I said I mean I've received so much support and everything I've done and I just want to be able to give that back and like um you know internships and things like that that we've offered or that I've been offered I'd love to offer to other people and kind of give them a chance to get into something like this because I think for me too there were a lot of times where as a woman and just as a young person I did not feel like I belonged in certain spaces because I was underqualified yeah and I was just like I can't go to this really cool Cleveland event that I would just absolutely love to check out like it is the coolest thing I've ever seen I'm so excited I want to go but I don't feel confident enough to go by myself like I'd love to meet these business owners I've been following their businesses on Instagram for like four years and I feel like I know them and I see them in public and I'm like oh my god I don't actually know you this is weird I'm not qualified to even speak to you like I am not I can't I should know all the things I know about you like I'm so you know and I've always been in love with the stuff that's happening in the city and not feeling like I was, you know, good enough to, like, enter into those events and be part of that kind of stuff. I think that's a big part of what started this event for me was that I was like, I don't care how old you are, come to this event. Like, it is fun and it is for you to enjoy yourself and there's no one who can't be here. You don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to be 20. You don't have to be, I don't know, a parent. You don't have to be anything. This is for everyone. And I think that was a big point for that for me and I'd love to continue in that direction of, like, this space is for you. You can enter it and you can take up space in it. Like this is for you to be in this room, whether or not you feel like you should be. And I think that's a big part of it for me is that I, you know, want to just continue to make places where I think for me, it's young people specifically that like, I want them to feel welcome in these spaces because I don't know that I always did. Well, you got to keep passing that on because yeah. I mean, you well, two are yeah. still, I mean, but I mean that we have to, the generations have to keep getting better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. Isn't to. that the point? Yeah. I mean, they, exactly. they just do, you know, it's, it's, I think there's, I think a lot of the younger generations get a lot of shit from older generations. Oh yeah. I think most of it's, yeah, I can find, but I can find an example of any generation. I, I, oh, I really, yeah. it's I really all misplaced. Could. None of it's legitimate. I mean, everyone's yeah. parents have always been like, but I mean, when I was a kid, we didn't have that. And it's like, okay, but now we do. No one ever walked uphill both ways. That doesn't <laughs> make sense. That's not even possible. Oh my gosh. But like my the, favorite parent line. But yeah, the, uh, yeah, that is a parent line. <laughs> it's my my favorite dad, like, parent I have line. shoes. I'm like, <laughs> blame your dad. Yeah. Like, that's not my fault. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that, because uh, I have worked with and I've met plenty of, of young, they're all hardworking, cool people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think, I think that's just a, a goofy kind of narrative that we find yeah there's some examples there's examples of anything i could find an example of, of anything that doesn't mean it's a blanket statement but mm -hmm. yeah we got to really try to help uh and it seems like that's what the two of you are doing three of you i'll include chloe mm -hmm. i know she's taking a step back <laughs> but she's that's just got a heart of gold uh, yeah Can't uh, leave her but out. i mean those are the things you have to do and you're reaching all the way back to high school which people don't do no one was reaching out to me in high yeah. school no one was maybe military i think that's <laughs> exactly know? and i think that's that, the that's, point yeah, that is the point and that that almost goes back like it's not just the guidance but it's the getting to stay in cleveland it's almost like a four or five mm -hmm. different approach that you're doing and even if you're not even trying to do that you are doing that yeah. as you're you're giving a path giving some guidance you're saying i've done this 
this was tough, but it can be done. Yeah. Here are some things to avoid. Here are some pitfalls. Here are some things that 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 can maybe make things easier for you. Yeah. And like you said, and you you both have said, here's some things that can maybe make your path a little bit easier. And then when you're done, pass that on to someone else. Yeah. And I think it's important to me too, like the younger aspect of it. Like you said, people don't reach back to high school, and I think that's part of what like drives me to do so because I remember. Like I said, still to this day, no dream job. And I talk about this all the time and it makes everybody laugh. But it's like, I d- like my whole life I remember, you know, the question is always, what do you want to do? And, sure. you know, what are you going to do with your life? And especially as you grow older, you're like going to college. And everyone's like, okay, well, what's your major then? And you're like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. But it always feels like people either have like an I idea. I just found the science building. Yeah, they're like, give me a break, <laughs> yeah. please. Like, let me breathe. And it's like you either have an idea or you like – you know, some people start, like, you can tell they're going to be a teacher from, like, age four, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, you you got it figured out. Like, some people have got it all figured out, but it just, it always feels like, I think, to everybody that you should have it all figured out, at least by the time you're going to graduate high school or college, which is insanity. Like, you're not even an adult. You can't even drink. Like, why would you have you to plan? rent a car. Yeah. Why <laughs> would you have to plan the rest of your life? I'm pretty yeah. sure I still can't rent a car. How old do uh, you have to be to rent a car? 25, I think. Yep, nope, can't rent a car. Like, I don't, why You'll should I be there. making You'll any kind there, of decision? <laughs> but, like, how can you tell me I can make decisions if I can't rent a car? Like, what do you want me to, you want me to plan the rest of my life and know all the answers right now? I can't rent a car. Like, I don't, that doesn't even make sense. I had my license at 16, but what? Like, just tell people to say it's that. It's so confusing. Anytime someone just starts challenging, like, I can't rent a car. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah like, I'm sorry, I'm you, even asking you. Yeah. This. You don't trust, you trust me with literally like your donations and your events and all of this crazy stuff. Um, I can't <laughs> rent a car. Like, but we're Because it's it. such a stupid thing that you can't do. Like, it's just so wild that like those things exist and it's, I don't know. It's just crazy. But I think that's the part of it for me that kind of touches on like, People who are feel lost in that way. Yeah. Because I definitely did. And I still do. And I still like, you know, when people are like, oh, what do you do? I go through like the six jobs I have. And I'm like, well, all of it's kind of part time, I guess. I don't, this woman up thing is just like a hobby, essentially. <laughs> like there's no real like job aspect to it. We just kind of work when we can. And it's all very like up in the air all the time. And I always feel like an idiot saying that. Like I always feel so underqualified. And I'm like, oh, here are my three things that well because that you know come together to make a wage for me like i don't well that's how i'm sorry to say this but that's how a woman thinks yes we always think we're underqualified you do all these things i do all these things but i always think i'm not good enough i need to take something else on and prove myself and i don't think it's till somebody else tells you that what you're doing is great exactly that it's like you need some you need a little validation here and there and it's it's a little vain but it is what it is like i need to be told i'm doing a good job (laughs) and then it's like okay Sounds good. I feel confident in what I'm doing now. But well, I think that's just part of it. Kind of like what we just talked about. I mean, like you, you said, you feel like you're underqualified. I mean, passing that on, like you're not underqualified. Yeah, no. I felt that way too. I'm not. Yeah, Still no. not. You're probably you're not. overqualified. You're, su- you're most likely overqualified. <laughs> yeah. Of the very basic stuff that I yeah. know, I know that women are, are much more mature than men quickly. <laughs> in fact, I think yeah. it takes men by the time they can rent a car where they're fully mature. And even then, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I'm living proof of that. So <laughs> I'm really glad these are I really like the, the, the things that you brought up. Um because they're 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 important things and they are things that I, I again it, it goes back to you know the not malicious ignorance of if I don't really know it or am exposed to it, it's not that it's not there. Sometimes I just 
I hear about it, I'm like, yeah, that'd be terrible. But until you hear someone's actual stories and yeah. experiences, it's kind of hard to really to. And even now, even hearing your experiences, mm-hmm. I still don't really know what it's like. Yeah. You know, but I, it's an important thing to I think talk about, mm-hmm. and it's definitely an important thing because I think more people have to just kind of be more exposed to that. Yeah. And just understand understand that. Yeah. I think talking about it is important for us too because like obviously like. Our experience, Shannon and I, our experiences are different from each other, but, like, they're very different from other women. Yeah. And I think that's something we try to keep in mind as much as we possibly can, is that, like, everyone comes from a different place. Everyone looks a little different and is treated differently because of that. And there's just so many layers to being a woman on top of – it's not just, you know, you're a woman or a man and you face the obstacles or you don't. Like, there's so many layers to everything. And as people who run a women's organization, we – do our best to make sure that the people who don't look like us or, you know, don't identify the way that we do and have any sort of, you know, differences between the ones that Shannon and I have, we try to highlight that and make sure that, you know, this is a space for everybody and that, you know, we're very mindful of the fact that, you know, just because we've been through certain things, other people haven't and vice versa. Yeah. Good. I'm really glad. I'm (laughs) no, this is again, it's, 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 this is a, a big reason why I like doing stuff like this, because then mm-hmm. I just kind of get to hear things that I probably wouldn't have heard. Uh, and, and I mean, wouldn't have heard not just from somebody from two women, but two younger women who are in a different generation who are coming fresh out of college. I assume that our college experiences were much, much different, <laughs> you know, just because it's a, it's a different time, too. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, me not being in college, I you know, you hear about I hear about news media social media about the way college i don't really know what college campuses are like now and i don't know if they're better if they're worse if they're getting better if they're taking steps to get better i don't know it's interesting to hear it and and again it's another thing that's important here i really really appreciate you all taking the time we did go over an hour i'm so sorry that is totally Uh, i was really trying to be (laughs) conscious of it but as what normally happens once we start going it's a good conversation yeah it is and i'm really really glad that you took the time to walk me through what you're doing and where you want it to go um i think it's great uh i like that you guys are highlighting other businesses and highlighting and at the same time you had mentioned you know not just highlighting women's businesses but also bringing you know women and men in obviously highlighting the women's businesses but mm-hmm. it's not a closed off community that you're creating yeah, you, no. it's all inclusive you want everyone to not just you know be aware of some of the obstacles but chip in any way that they can i think that's really important and i think it's great and i think sometimes the, the exclusion i think is what puts some people off yeah so and people take it really seriously i feel like too a lot of times like and it is serious i mean everything we talked about today is at the root of it it's like it's discrimination and it sucks and it's like like i said hard a lot of the time and a lot of what we're trying to do is like lighten the mood a little bit and be like hey this this can be fun and honestly like as a woman you know it's fun like i wouldn't i wouldn't want to not be a woman like i am having so much fun and there are so many things that like you know, we get to do or choose to do that are just, like, so fun and that, like, community and sisterhood and, like, I mean, even, like, I can just say, like, I've, you know, shot weddings as a photographer before and the getting ready difference between the groomsmen and the bridesmaids is, like, so dramatically different and I would never want to be where the groomsmen are. (laughs) They're not, they're all just sitting around drinking. They've been ready for hours. Like, they're just hanging out and they love that. But I would rather be in a room full of hairspray any day and I think that, like, there are other women that, definitely feel that way and embracing that i think is 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 fun it's a good time um the same <laughs> in the opposite because i think i, I yeah. don't think i'd want to not be I a man because i've uh 
I've watched women. It looks really hard. <laughs> Thank you. It is. It just looks really but fucking tough. That's the thing. That's, that is the whole point right there. It's like getting ready. It's so difficult all the time, the whole entire time you're doing it, but it's so worth it and it's so much fun. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do anything else. <laughs> okay. Well, where, where can everybody find your stuff? Yeah, so they can first... And foremost, we have our website. It's womanupcleveland.com, and that is with an A-W-O-M-A-N. And we didn't yeah. touch on this, but real quick, it's off the phrase <laughs> man up, so woman up. You know, yeah. it's an overused phrase. It's not women, plural. <laughs> but blah, 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 like. Oh, we God, get I am so sorry. I didn't no, catch it's okay. that, and I couldn't find it the first time I looked because I typed <laughs> women. woman up off the phrase. That's okay. We weren't coming for you, but I was just, we get that all the time, and, like, people will, like, take our name down and write it in front of us, and they write it wrong, and we're like, it's fine. They'll yeah, find it. They'll it's find whatever. It. But we have our website, womanupcleveland.com. We are on all social media platforms at yeah. womanupcle. Yeah. And womanupcle. Mostly active on Instagram. Instagram is, like, the place to find the regular updates and, and the fun stuff, like, yeah. It's all. That's where we're we're best. That's where we shine. Um, yeah. And then yeah. the website is up to date. Always. Yeah. And then too, also but... email womanupclea at gmail.com. But yeah. You know we're here for you. You know. Do you identify as a woman? Amazing. Welcome in arms. Do you not? But want to support us and being women in Cleveland. Bring it on. Absolutely. We've got help you can provide. <laughs> We've got work you could do to help us out. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. We've well, got... awesome. I really I really do. God. Sorry, I didn't catch the the woman up. No, it's okay. I, I really did. When I was as soon as I got done talking to Shape, I I was like, I can't find it, guys. Listen, this thing doesn't you exist. You and everyone else, it's okay. And <sighs> we thought it was a good idea, but maybe it's not. No, it is a good idea. Now that I know it, I didn't even think to ask. I'm sorry. No, no, that's no, okay. no. That's I like right. that. It's from man up. That is good. Yeah. That's a that's a phrase that I've heard my entire life. Well, it's uh-huh. overused, right? which you should. What does that freaking mean? Yeah. Which you should But love. we can talk about that on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. hey, That's a whole other episode. Yes. Well, this <laughs> yeah. is great. Again, thank Appreciate you so your time. much of for course. taking the time. Thank you. So, uh, everyone, please check out Woman Up Cleveland. Singular. <laughs> Singular. Uh, you'll come across it eventually. I found it. You'll if I found it. it, you guys can find it. But, <laughs> Our Google um, SEO is good. You'll be fine. Yeah. Check out the website. See what else is coming up. Um, I definitely think you should go down to Hingetown for the the shops. Yeah, go to City Goods. <laughs> it was just it was shameless nice. plug. Go to City Goods. It is. I have nothing invested in it. I yeah. just had a lot of fun there. Good so, stuff. and uh, hopefully you will make your way over to the West Side again. I know it's very very far. Yeah, it's, it's worth it's, it. It's it's, it's it's such a huge <laughs> trip, but I do appreciate we it. We love all parts of Cleveland equally, <laughs> as do I. So thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much.